0: if I know what I'm doing here. All right, welcome everybody, Yankee Chronicles podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm here with Evan and Donald. And joining us today is a special guest, Alan Marcus. Alan, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Right. Now, you said you had worked at the stadium for 25 years. And after a stage, after last year, when there were no fans in the stands, what could we expect from the crowd this year with fans returning after a year absence?
1: That's funny. I was just talking to some people about it because the people I felt sorry for were the vendors and the ticket takers and everybody that lost their salaries. Because you have to work X amount of weeks in order to collect unemployment in the off season if you don't have a regular job. So right now, the governor says 10 percent of people can go to the ballpark. So but we'll see what happens in another month. You know, we're still two months away. April 1st is the first game. So we'll see. <laughs> I think we're going to have some fans. I mean, I really don't know. Um, I hope they allow 25%. I mean, it's still going to be empty, but they'll have the lower deck and, and mezzanine. They'll have people there instead of the upper deck, I guess. We need the bleacher bumps. <laughs>
2: That's me. That's where I come in. I'm going to be the first guy there if they let me in.
1: <laughs> okay, there you go.
0: Look, the atmosphere of the stadium is, with the with the fans, how much of an impact does that really have on the players? The players say a lot that, you know, the, the volume of the fans impacts the game. Is that true in your eyes?
1: Sure. I mean, when you get up and you hear people cheering and everything – I mean, you got to be excited. You you get up and there's nobody there. It's like I'm just gonna hit the ball or whatever. I'm just you you just it's so much different. Plus, they're cheering for you, and you want to. That's why the home. That's why people most teams do better at home. They have the people cheering for them. Of course, we need them. You know, and plus it's fun to go to a game. I mean, I've been to 67 ballparks. That's what I do. I go around to these different ballparks and there's nothing like Yankee Stadium. I mean, there are a couple of ballparks that are a little crazy, but when you're in the home team, I mean, like you go to Kansas City to a Yankee-Kansas City game and everybody's wearing a Yankee shirt there. (laughs) You know, it's, it's not the same. You come into Yankee Stadium and wear the opposite team's shirt you're going to get some grief <laughs> Stay home.
2: as
0: they should. Which,
2: <laughs> which ballpark stand out for you as your
1: favorite or most memorable? Well, to me, the best two ballparks are L.A. and Pittsburgh. I say that all the time. I
3: was going to say Pittsburgh, too. I've been at PNC Park. Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful yeah,
2: park. Pittsburgh is beautiful. It's Camden like, Yards I like a lot, too.
1: Well, Camden Yards, the best thing about Camden Yards is Boo Powell's Ribs. But also, if you're sitting in right field, the seats don't face home plate. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's true. But, um, yeah, I was at I was at PNC a couple of years
3: ago, and uh, you know, I said, "Listen, I'm uh, I'm from New York," and uh, and they were really kind about it, and they like, they took me up to the top of the foul pole. And you could see the whole uh, you could see the yeah. whole cityscape and stuff. It's a really beautiful uh, stadium, and they're really friendly, and it's a beautiful city. Oh
1: no, it's a real nice place to go to. Yeah, that one and San Francisco is pretty good. I mean, but I might be a little prejudiced because I was a giant fan when I was a little kid until they left us. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, those are the two teams. I mean, K on. Um, I don't know what it's called now, Oracle, Oracle Stadium. It used to be Pac-Bell. They keep changing the names. That's why I don't care. I, that's why I say the city rather than the team. And last year, I was supposed to see the Yankees in Arlington. And um, they they didn't make it. Obviously, they didn't have the game. I was pissed because I have friends down in Dallas that I would go see. I used to see the Giants play football against the cowboys i went six times and lost six times so i stopped going <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would too <laughs> you know but i've been at all the big games that you talk about i you know i was at uh, even bucky's homer i almost got killed at that game but uh yeah it was, it was, you know i i mean what was the best game you saw what 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 do you guys like What's your favorite memory in Yankees? My, st- my, Yankee Yankee my favorite memory. Go ahead, Donald.
3: Uh, mine was uh, my very first game was uh, was the perfect David Cohen's perfect game. I went with my grandfather, and it was uh, my very first game. Well, that's a pretty good way to start your Yankee <laughs> Stadium history. So, yeah, and uh, I've been uh, so it was a beautiful experience. What a
1: game to go away to. From, takes away from Lawson's perfect game. <laughs> 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 Exactly. What a day, though. Were you there? Yes. Not, No, not at Lawson's. No, I wasn't at Lawson's. But, but David Coombs. Yes. I didn't miss any games. I worked there. I mean, I didn't miss many games at Yankee Stadium. I was a nut. But <laughs> I also saw them play in all sorts of ballparks. So I'm missing two ballparks that I can go to now. One is um, uh, the one in Arlington, and I haven't gone to the new Atlanta one yet. I heard it's not that good. And I don't know what's happening in Arlington.
3: What was Turner Field? Yeah.
1: It was no Turner Field. It was something after Turner Field also,
0: right? (laughs) I can't
1: keep track of all these.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as with the games for me, I've told the story uh, to these guys before. It it was a Yankee loss. It was... um, uh, Corona was pitching against Felix Hernandez. And My mother in law won tickets to this game to the Delta Suite. So I'm sitting in the Delta Suite, and she goes, The only if, I'll take you to the game as long as you promise not to curse around me. Oh, I will. Uh, I had to go the whole game without swearing. The Yankees lost one nothing. It was a great pitching game, and I was able to survive the game without. Without cars and the two of us just had a great time together and uh, that was you know the first time in, in a suite and it, it was just a really fun game even though it really wasn't a, a high offensive game the Yankees didn't win just the atmosphere was really fun and I thought it was going to be all business people but there really were a lot of you know legitimate fans there um, that were not in their shoots you know their shirts and ties. And it really, it was, it was a fun, it was a, a very fun game to be at for a loss. And that one that, that one stands out as a, a fun memory.
1: Am I allowed to show off for a second?
0: Sure, go ahead. your source.
1: I took my daughter, wife, and kids to, and we were in a luxury box. You just mentioned it. Starter, I don't know, did I say that I owned 11 sports stores, souvenir stores in the, in the New York area? No. Um, so I was a big, I was a loyal customer of starter. And they wanted me to throw out the first pitch at Shea Stadium at one game when they had started, data. and I refused. So, <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> oh, I, I used, I grew up saying I hate Met fans and their mothers. That's, <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with that. Love <laughs> no. it. Uh, They ended up having the game at Yankee Stadium after four years. And here I am. Can you see that on there? That is wild.
0: That is wild. That is a great shot.
1: And I went in there. You know, I was younger then. And I was saying, I'm going to fire the ball in. I was all excited. Noakes was the catcher. I was right there. And then I said, my wife and kids were in the luxury box with boys to men singing the national anthem. I'll tell you that story also but um 300 people that start abroad was sitting in the upper deck and they all most of them knew me so they're up there I see them and then all the vendors who I told them throwing out the first pitch some of them didn't believe me but they all stopped and when they saw me out there they were all looking at me so <laughs> I am saying uh-oh I didn't say this but it's the same thing. I, if I pull a Fauci and throw the ball away. <laughs> <laughs> so I just took it nice and easy and put it in there. But uh, that was, I mean, that's a big thrill. I mean, but. In, what in, year was that? Sorry. 92, I believe it was. 92. Boys, wow. Boys to men. We were in the luxury box and a ball came back. Boys to men had four guys. There's only three on the, in there now. But the guy with the net like had the ball and dropped it. Okay, you know I have a story like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> then they gave me a picture, and they they gave me an autographed picture. They were autographing the picture, and he went to sign. I said, "Whoa, we don't want any scrubs signing. You know, you got to catch a ball before you sign this." <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever see them, ask Michael about that. They'll remember it. A lot of people will remember different things. Um, I don't want to get into politics, but if you saw Trump uh, and you asked him if he knew Al Marcus, he'd probably bullshit. Oh yeah, sure. But if you asked him if he knew Marcus Allen backwards, you might, he might ring a bell. And that's what I say to a lot of people and ball players also, I would tell them Marcus Allen backwards shows you how old I am. I ask people now, I tell people on Marcus Allen backwards, they say, who's Marcus Allen? <laughs> So it's a little tough. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I got to give a shout out to Shelly, just in case she decides to watch this.
0: No, she will. She (laughs) watches all
1: of them. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Yep. No, she's great. She's great. Uh, Although we're having a little argument, she doesn't think Gordon is coming back. uh, What do you think? What was that? What do you I think, think? think he's he's back. Back? What do you think? Evan thinks he's coming back. Uh-oh, that's not good. I heard your negative. <laughs> 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 no, I told him Bobby says he's coming back. I think he's gonna make some sort of appearance and stuff. I mean, I think they have these deals. When I was younger, I was very friendly with one of the big guys. I don't want to mention his name, but his kids work for me. Right. He would give me scoops on what was going on. He would, and he knew that I wasn't saying anything. I mean, after a while we developed and, you know, there'd be things in the papers and he'd just laugh at me. He goes, Ow, ah, stop reading the papers. <laughs> that ain't happening. And he actually told me, I was at the All-Star game in Utah and a bunch of starter people and all the, all the sports people that I knew were there. And I got a tip that the Yankees were signing... Somebody and it'll be announced right then and there. And I don't know if you remember, but did you hear any rumors about A Rod being signed by the Yankees? There weren't any. Just popped up.
0: No, the rumors were Boston.
1: Right. I mean, there was no rumors. The Yankees were talking to him. Nobody knew about it. So here I am with Mitchell Modell from Modell Sporting Goods and a bunch of people, and I'm telling him, like, uh, we're going to hear that A-Rod's going to be a Yankee very shortly. Wow.
0: That's
1: and nuts. And these guys were all laughing at me, telling me I'm crazy. And okay. You know, <laughs> you want to bet? I mean, I'm <laughs> my hundred to your dollar. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, Mitchell Modell said, I'll find out. Went and made a phone call, came back, and he says, A-Rod's a Yankee. And all these uh-huh, guys. Oh,
3: like, man, that's nuts. That's so, so cool.
1: I, um. Do you guys collect any books? Do you? Do, yeah, that, uh, I've got a whole collection
3: of books. It was inherited by my grandfather, uh, who's, you know, he was a lifelong Yankee fan. Unfortunately, he passed the, um, like ten years ago. But he donated all his Yankee memorabilia to myself. So I've got a, a great collection of Yankee books. That's awesome. It's really special, awesome.
1: yeah. But I don't know. You know, Keith Olbermann. Does that name ring a bell to you yep. guys? Yep. Yeah, of course. He used his parents had season tickets. And uh, Knobloch hit his mother with a ball. through <laughs> Kidding! Was it his mother? <laughs> yeah, it was his mother. That was in the New York Times and everything also. But, um, Keith wrote an article about me, five-page article about the last program in Yankee Stadium uh, when, they, when they were closing the ballpark in uh, 74, was it? Uh, 73 was the last season. So he had an article about me. Um, and it talked about me catching a ball in my uh, beer basket, like and flipping it to him. So, uh, <laughs> he, if you ever see Keith Olbermann or mention my name, you, he he knows who I am very well. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Keith wow. wow, that's crazy. That's so um, cool.
0: Real quick, I uh, I'm very curious um, t- for you to tell the story of what it was like. Uh, you know, you said you grew up a Giants fan. What was it like back then as the teams were, were shifting out?
1: Yeah,
0: I see I like that. Shelly got me,
1: but I told her I'm wearing this shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was it like as a kid seeing you know uh your team go out west?
1: Oh now you're being tough on me. <laughs> <Now you're>... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what before that though. I was a white kid living by Yankee Stadium in the Bronx when Mickey Mantle was God. And I was rooting for Willie Mays, a black guy. (laughs) It wasn't easy. We had a few Giant fans, but the Giants left me. I didn't leave them. And, uh, you know, I still root for them because I can't root for the Mets. The Mets are wearing Dodger colors and I hated the Dodgers. (laughs) The Mets wear half Dodger colors. And what they say is half Dodger colors and half, uh, Yang, um, Giant Dodger, colors. half Giants, half Dodgers. That's what you heard, right? Yep. Did they wear a third team?
0: Well, the pinch strikes were for the Yankees. There
1: you go. They Yankees. don't mention that, though. They say they wear half – and the new ballpark is Ebbets Field. They made it look like Ebbets Field. So yep. how can you be a Met fan? Or how can you root for them when they diss my Giants? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I have a million stories of all those guys. I was telling Shelley about mantle. Uh, it's, so, it was so tough back then right now they go under the ballpark in, a in their car. Day, so people don't bother them, but right back in the fifties and sixties, they would park in the street, 61 mantle, Maris and serve used to come in together. They live together and they take the car in together. Um, and let me ask you guys, you know, baseball, if there's 101 kids there, and Mantle, Maris, and Serve came out of the car, how many people would go to Mantle, and how many people would go to Maris, and how many people would go to Serve? What percentage? All the Mantle. What? That's <laughs> what I Maris said yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> you know, Roger Maris was no slouch. I mean, he was a guy that you wanted also. And... They didn't sign, so what I mean a lot of times they didn't sign. Would would, would it make sense to you that 50% went to mantle, 50% to Maris, and one went to serve? I would have gone to Maris
2: personally. Okay, he so I he really told really me everybody's
1: him. going to Mantle, but you would have gone to Yeah, because I i have this perception that
2: people really were rubbed the wrong way by maris back then but i could definitely be wrong for me i personally looking back on history i'm just amazed by what he did and how he did it
1: me too i completely agree yeah first saturday in 61 maris stood on the corner of 100 and it wasn't 61st street it was one block in 58th street on the corner in right field and signed autographs i got him nine times
2: you know, oh, that's amazing. He
1: just stood there oh, signing. that's home.
2: outrageous, man.
1: Okay. But as the season went on, I mean, he was losing his hair. There was pressure on him. Uh, yeah. it was crazy. But anyway, 50 go to Mantle, 50 go to Maris, and one went to serve. On the ninth day of the homestand, serve kicked me in the ass. Okay. He, he wouldn't sign for me. I was the guy that went to serve. Nobody went to him. I went to him. <laughs> So now I hand him a postcard on the ninth day on the 10th day, I'm sorry, the ninth day he kicked me, the 10th day I gave him the postcard and then the Yankees went on the road trip. While he was gone, I got the postcard signed by him, just Bob serve on the postcard. That's what we did back then. Now they come back, same thing happens. I'm going to serve, I'm going, come on, Bob, take this back, sign my book. You're the only guy I need in the book. He's <laughs> the only Yankee I needed. And he signed. That was, uh, it, it's pretty funny. It, that's, a, that's one of my memories. Shelly line. It's a good one. It's, it's these guys were human, they were all nice. I mean is is there any Yankee that you don't like? Is there one that you really dislike? Well, okay. from the current team, any team. No, I don't I don't care. I mean, I'm, I I, <laughs> I I became a Yankee fan in 60 Four, I started working there in 63. My first game there was when Koufax struck out 15 guys in the world. Incredible. Yeah. And then the, the next year, I mean, I was making money with the Yankees. So, and the giants, I couldn't stay up for those games. The game started yeah. at eight o'clock, which was 11 o'clock New York time. And I was still a kid. So um, I loved Willie. Don't get me wrong. And I got all sorts of pictures of, Willie, Mickey, and the Duke um, downstairs. But What are your thoughts on the new stadium in comparison to the old stadium?
3: Obviously, I have a lot of beautiful memories of the old stadium. What do you feel?
1: Well, the first stadium was pretty good, except they had poles there. So you got stuck behind a pole. It wasn't too good. You know, they had poles yeah. in the, in the uh, upper deck. So if you were sitting behind the pole, you're watching the game. Moving <laughs> like that. Um, the second ballpark, they, they, I thought they should have done it a little better, but when they came to the new ballpark, the new ballpark is made for corporate America, I think. Yeah. It's away from the fan. Um, if you sit with the ble- bleacher bums, um, you can't see the field on, in left field, that in right field, you can in left field, You're blocked. I mean, they had to put cameras up there, and they they didn't even realize it. I mean, you sit there and you you can't see the game. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age.
3: I I feel the atmosphere is is not quite the same, unless you're in October. October is pretty special. But the old stadium, um, whatever game, day or night, the place was rocking, especially at night. And the, the newer stadium, I think, because, as you say, is more... Designed for corporate America, a lot of the the old school fans who've been going to the games for years and years and years have been slowly sent up to the bleachers or sent up into the mezzanines and the top top decks. So the atmosphere is not quite the same as what it used to be, is my well, experience.
1: If you if you're winning, okay, go win five, go get five rings. You'll see it changing. I mean, oh nine. And, you know you got to you got to put a team on the team where we get crazy i mean the bleacher bums are still fans they're they're nuts you know their call is awesome it Yeah, is. it doesn't it doesn't seem as personal now though because yeah, the,
3: that's what the old
2: stadium had the back tunnel that you had to go through and when it was a rain delay you were stuck in there with boston fans and mass chaos was happening it was the most <laughs> fun i ever had in the 90s i love it yeah
1: So it's a little, it's a little
2: different. I I like that fire back then.
1: Well, have you been to Fenway park?
2: I have, I actually went to school in Rhode Island and Boston. So I went to Fenway a bunch. Sorry to hear that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No Fenway park. I mean, it's the same thing. All the people down there and everything. Like when I, I wear this shirt when I go see the giants play in, in city field, but Met fans, they have nothing to say now. They might, Start mouthing off because they might have a better team, but I still think they're not going to win. Um, you know, I mean. <laughs> this guy, Steve Cohn, he can't hit and he can't pitch, he could spend money, but he can't hit or pitch. He can't even do that, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I know they would t- like these Met fans to tell me they're getting Springer and they're getting a pitcher, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a shortstop that's not even as good as Torres. There's still the Mets. The Mets are
2: still the Mets.
1: So let's trust that. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you
2: think Lindor is not as good as Torres?
1: Well, I just saw something where the numbers for the last three years or something, or where um, Torres has a drop better numbers. But I mean, you know, Torres isn't um, fielding as well yet. But don't forget, he's a kid. He's really. Exactly. Yep. I mean, give him a little time. He's got all the potential in the world. And with DJ at second, I mean, he's fine. My big upset, my major problem with the Yankees was that Andujar, I mean, I thought that guy was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel he got screwed because he was hurt. And then, but Gio. It's
3: finding a position for him. Alan. That's that's the issue.
1: And Frazier's another guy, you know, he's getting his shot now. I wish he was a lefty. Yeah. Need to I win. do love Clint Frazier. He's one
3: of my favorites in the in the current team. I love him. I think is, I think his bat is lightning. His bat I, speed is lightning.
1: I have no Yankees. I met a lot of them. Okay, recently I haven't, but back in the day, actually, I got a picture of Jeter and I. I got to show it to uh, Shelley. But I said, I, what I tell people is when I show them the picture, I said, oh yeah, the big one is hanging up in Jeter's house. I told <laughs> them, Jeter met me. You know, <laughs> Reggie. But uh, it's all good. Yeah, it's the only ball player that I had any issues with. That was Reggie. Really? <laughs> Not a fan, Mr. October. Of
2: I, I'm sorry. I hate Reggie from all the things I've heard. He sounds like a complete jerk. That's just me.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a state. That's a step up for him, being. Just- <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell you though, I have. When it comes to Reggie, I have one nice story and a hundred bad ones. <laughs> he did have a, there was a woman that he was talking to and people started coming down to bother him. So he opened up the gate, and let the girl on the field and they walked on the grass, you know, backed up a little so they could talk. And Reggie came in the next day and they told him that they fired the renter cop, you know, the Burns guard, then they fired him for letting the girl on the field. And Reggie actually went up to the office and saw this guy, Pat Kelly, who's the area man, the manager of the ballpark, and said, tell Steinbrenner it was me that brought her on the field. If he's going to fire somebody, fire me, not him. And he said, if he doesn't work, I don't work. And, okay. Uh, they had to pay the guy, and they put him back at work the next day. Yeah. So that's the one nice story. That's the one nice story. It was going to happen now I'll tell you, he told cops, you think I'm signing for you just because you're a cop? I saw him make faces when he took pictures with people. Just, you know, there's just no reason. Now, if you were Reggie, okay, you wake up in the morning, you might shower, you might not, whatever you do, but you get dressed and you go out. You leave that house, everybody's kissing your ass. Okay, you see, oh, Reggie Jackson, can I have your autograph? Can- Let me- Whatever they, what, what can I do for you? Except he wasn't used to Billy Martin calling him in, like he, he yeah. doesn't know how to react to that. And do you remember the issue with um the World Series where, where Reggie was with the bus and it's Don Brennan says, What are you doing there? You don't belong there, they had a little to do because he's not yeah. used to anybody telling him that,
3: right?
1: But, uh, I agree with Evan. On uh he's not one of my favorites. But then again, it's it's tough every place you go. I mean, what do you hear about Willie Mays? What did you think of Willie Mays or Hank Aaron? I Adore mean, them. what it's, I it's, hear. It's, yeah, there was, it's it's was a uh,
0: Hank Aaron always came off as uh, a stand-up, yeah.
1: Aaron was a class guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah. so was
1: Mays until the end. Near the end, he got a little rough. It got not right. I mean, think about it. People are always conning you. It, it's crazy. And, you know, I've done autographs with a lot of them and I've seen them uh, all over the place. But Reggie is the one guy that I really have very little. That was it. That one story. That's it. And yeah. I have a good, bad one. And I don't say bad things about most of the ball players. But I go back, like when you talk about Mantle and Maris, <laughs> yeah, here's a perfect example. Mantle's coming in. We're all in, all the kids are there. Mantle's coming in and he's pushing his way through, just getting through. He's not going to sign an autograph. He walks in. The guy next to me says, it's a girl in the wheelchair. He couldn't stop for the girl. You know, so that's what, a, that's what an asshole he was, according to wow. this guy. Two minutes later, a cop comes out, takes the wheelchair and wheels it in five, 10 minutes later, the girl comes out with a ball signed by Mantle with a big smile, you know, and the guy, the guy next to me who was complaining about, yeah, sure. He'll only sign for the effing cripple. So, you know, these guys can't, they can't win. Can't win. Yeah, I know.
2: know. Yeah. I used to chase autographs too, mostly at uh, the U.S. Open tennis tournament. And um, there was an incident where the crowd got really crazy and basically pushed a little kid over the railing. And Andy Roddick picked up the kid and signed his autograph, gave him his tennis racket, and then signed for everyone else. But he yelled at us
1: for how crazy we were getting. Yeah, well, it's well that's the whole thing. We don't think, but you don't think what these ball players go through. I mean, Jeter handled it very well. Yeah, there's Jeter few also.
3: like Jeter though.
1: Jeter also had an elevator, went right to his apartment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But you G- had that class that Derek Jeter had. He was just, he just was <laughs> captain personified. Right. On and off the field. Hey, so did Mo Rivera. Mo, Mo came into my store once. I couldn't believe, I mean, I could believe it because he, he was super nice. But so were a yeah. lot of other ball players. I mean, Pepitone, if you had a girl with you, Pepitone was super nice. <laughs> yeah,
2: my wife <laughs> goes to Mo's church, actually. So I've go. met him a couple times. He's very nice. I got his autograph when I was a child, and I got it again as an adult. So he's
1: he's a good guy, Mo. Does he have your autograph? No. <laughs> Why not? That's the whole thing. They should be asking for our autographs. Yeah. <laughs> it's no Mo is Mo's class guy. Pettit was class also.
3: I love Andy Pettit. Yep. What a guy. Yeah.
1: Oh, but I go back before them. Oh, here the game with Boggs, like Shelly just asked me this about Boggs. What was my favorite game? And I don't know. What's my favorite game? Throwing out the first pitch, watching a perfect game. But in 96, I took a handicapped, a mentally challenged kid to the game. I called his mother and she said, no, it'd be too much. And then his father came home and called me and said, what are you crazy? The world series. So it was game six. So he took him and, the kid had a blast and we were in the lower right field and then bog came on the horse so you know just helping somebody like that was awesome you know just that's great that cool. this very guy's cool. 37 now this kid and you know really you
3: know, that's it, really it good. was
1: 12 when when that when we were there in 96 so the only reason i remember all these numbers is because we just chelly's just started talking to me about it but um did I shout out to Shelly? I don't want her to
0: kill me. Yeah, you <laughs> have. Yeah, don't
3: worry. <laughs> she knows.
0: Uh, All right, well, uh, listen, we're going to uh, wrap this up. We really want you to come back at some point and share some more stories.
1: You, know, you know what know. I
0: do every day?
1: Nothing. <laughs> 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 you tell
0: me. to come on, bro. No. So every time you want
1: me, just tell me. You know, it's a big deal, you know, unless the Yankees are playing a day game. And then I yeah. can probably – do this and then go to the ballpark. But uh, seriously,
3: it's so cool listening to your stories, man. I mean, yeah, the history that you lived Thank through you is just—it's just wonderful to listen to. Really
0: um, nice. um We will, we we will, we are going to try to all get together and go to a game. um As a but group. If you go,
1: listen. If you go separately, just let me know because yep. I, I can meet you there. I, we can go into Manny's Baseball Land, which is now a stands. Yeah. Know, I can't wait involved. I
3: can't wait till the days where we can all just hang out again and
1: yeah, and well, see that can...
3: beautiful stadium I'll and introduce you
1: to the vendors I'll show you my yeah. spot I used to sell souvenirs that'd be great that'd be really really great alright it was fun it was yeah. fun Yeah,
0: uh, before we sign off we just want to ask you to check out StatementGames.com you can find a unique experience or fantasy sports and also check out doc Adams baseball.org and learn about the father of baseball. So on behalf of everybody, Yankee right. Hope everybody has a good day. Stay safe. Stay smart.
3: Stay right. safe guys.
0: Bye.